Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Go to Huddle.com and find out how over 200,000 teams are using Huddle to help their athletes perform better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. There's online tools, there's smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, club and youth teams, all the way through high schools and colleges. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users. And those include the college coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about how Huddle can help you in your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Go to hometownticketing.com and they'll show you how to sell your tickets digitally, how to scan the people that come to the games, how to collect your revenue. And the whole time you're going to have a dedicated client success manager with you every step of the way. Hometown Ticketing can also show you how to sell tickets for things like uh, school dances, for plays, for choir uh, performances, even for graduation. Go to hometownticketing.com and find out how you can start selling tickets online. That's hometownticketing.com. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but they're more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like uh, mobile accessibility. They have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with communication with attendance and even help with their own certification management and for ads final forms can help with eligibility with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk you know it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps and find out what final forms can do for you go to finalforms.com forward slash jake that's finalforms.com forward slash jake to get started with final forms We also want to say thank you to Gipper. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I could do it. Once again, go to Gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast and get 10% off. Okay, that's Gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content. We also want to thank SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and see how their better fundraising uh, platform makes for a better athletic program. Get away from the headaches of the past. No, there's no upfront cost. There's no selling. Uh, you can track results. And what's more important, it actually works. Choosing the best fundraiser for your school and your teams is important. And the SnapRaise digital difference can be a winner for you. It certainly was a winner for us. Our coaches used SnapRaise, and it was just fantastic. And they've raised a half a billion dollars for their teams 
using SnapRaise. Go to SnapRaise.com and start making money for your program. That's SnapRaise.com. And we also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. We use surveys at our school for everything, for coaches, for teams, parents, you name it. And the information that came back was almost always positive, but it also allowed that squeaky wheel parent to vent a little bit and sometimes pointed out a small issue that we could address before it turned into a big issue because we didn't know about it because we hadn't done a survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise money for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com um, to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another uh, episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going out to California. This is our 17th time in California. That ties them with Ohio for the most outside of Florida, of course. Uh, and we are truly visiting with an old friend, uh, Amanda Waters. Uh, Amanda needs no introduction, but I'll give her a little bit of one. Uh, Amanda's a certified athletic administrator. She just started uh, a new job. She's the director of athletics at Del Norte High School in San Diego, California. Uh, you probably heard of Amanda uh, through her national profile. You know, very few of us get to have an impact on our profession nationally. And Amanda was one of the co-founders of the National AD Resource Network uh, before a lot of uh, other things, including this podcast, got started. You know, Amanda was impacting uh, our profession nationally. So, Amanda Waters, welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I've been around the world a little bit, and now I'm back. <laughs> and now you're back. When we talked to you during season one, you were in California. Uh, and then you made a move uh, to Georgia, and now you're back in California. It sounds like my career uh, at one point, crisscrossing the country, but we'll talk about that later. Um, as you know, uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio. Where'd you grow up? Uh, you know, Take us kind of up to college days, and we'll take a break, 
uh, and then we'll let you come back and, and talk about your career path. But uh, what's the Amanda Waters uh, origin story? <laughs> uh, well, I'm originally from Maine, uh, which is really far from California. Uh, I went to high school in a small town in central Maine called Skowhegan High School. And I uh, got a um, an opportunity to play athletics in college. So I played softball and basketball at Husson University. Uh, my basketball coach in college is still there, actually. So that's kind of a cool story. Uh, so I played sports in college. Uh, and yes, it can be it can be done. It's just really hard. Uh, and then I graduated uh, I won't tell my year because that's how old I am, but a long time ago and uh, decided that snow was not for me. So I wanted to drive as far away as I could. I got lucky to play uh, in the uh, NW, the National Women's Basketball League, when that was a thing way back then uh, for the San Diego Waves for a season. So that kind of brought me to San Diego to start. Uh, and then I just realized that I needed to just get into teaching, which is what I graduated to do anyway. So back in the day, as you were playing all the games and growing up, and we'll get to this when we talk about your mentors, but did it ever cross your mind that, you know, you would be a, a teacher, a coach? Was that ever a, a thought for you? No, I was going to be a major league baseball player. <laughs> I was six thinking what, just because I'm a woman, I can't be in the major leagues. Um, no, you know, I think for me, when you're so for focused on sports, that's, that's all you think your life is. Right. And I think, That'll bring us to what we talk about later is when that moment of, wow, I'm not playing anymore. What do I do now? Scenario happens. I think you kind of have to make that choice. And so uh, I had, I'm in the perfect profession for who I am and what I do. <laughs> but no, I, I, I actually went to college and said, what profession can I coach with? And they said, oh, education. And I said, well, let's do that. And so uh, that's why I got into education. Crazy enough. Yeah, I uh, I can remember those days uh, very well. Um, I, I don't think I was ever thinking about being in the pros. I like to joke that <laughs> injuries and lack of talent kept me out of the NFL. Um, but uh, just thinking to ahead to next week was sometimes a struggle back then. You know, the the next practice, the next game, you know, who's thinking about their career? So uh, <laughs> very cool stuff for our listeners. Uh, we're visiting today with Amanda Waters, uh, back from season one to give us an update. Uh, we're going to hear some more, but let's take our first break. This we'll be right back. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to say thanks to huddle for their support of the podcast. Uh, at huddle, we power sports over 200,000 teams use huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes and the college coaches you're trying to get to recruit them. You want to find out more about how Huddle can help you and your program and how your school can become a huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember at huddle, we power sports. Hey, welcome back everyone to our visit again, second time around with Amanda Waters, certified athletic administrator and the brand new athletic director at Del Norte high school in San Diego. Amanda, uh, unlike, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, you got to play pro sports. Very, very cool. Um, 
take us to that next step of your career when you were, uh, you know, becoming transitioning out of player to coach, teacher, and then ultimately athletic director. You know, I, well, it was semi-pro just to be clear. <laughs> I wasn't pro pro. They didn't have the WNBA, but um, you know, it was, it was a hard reality. Uh, the NWBL was a great league for girls that had just got out of college and kind of wanted to play, but um, it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it would be right. College is a grind and tough. And um, it was more of a fun kind of just keep everybody to play. And I was so competitive that uh, that was hard for me. And so I think the realization that, wow, like I, I'm done playing was really hard. It was hard because that's kind of what, what I knew myself as, right. I was an athlete. I was the basketball player. I was a softball pitcher. Um, and so changing that mindset of, okay, what am I supposed to do for a career when I realized, oh yeah, I have a degree in education. I should probably do that. <laughs> so I, I got my first teaching job. And of course, as I got my first teaching job, teaching PE in Anaheim, uh, I just said, I need to coach. I, it's time. So I got right into helping assist a varsity program up in or um, Anaheim. And, um, and from there, uh, my family at the time had wanted to move back to Maryland for a little bit. So I moved back to Maryland for about six years uh, coach basketball out there, Prince George's County, which was awesome and, and a great experience. And then had my first son um, and said, no, I want to go back to California. So I went back to California. Um, and then I started at Carlsbad in 2008, which was really great. I started as a PE teacher and then basketball head basketball coach a year later. And then I won CIF in 2015 and took over AD in 2014 and realized I couldn't do both. I tried, but that's really hard. Uh, and so I retired from coaching is what I say. I retired from coaching basketball then and uh, became an AD and realized pretty quickly that it was kind of what I was made to do. Like, I love it. Yeah, there's um, just it's hard to explain the attraction uh, to those who are not athletic directors of, uh, I guess, just you're still working with kids, you're working with coaches, but you, you're, it's a much more global perspective than just coaching your own team. You're just so laser focused on that team. Um, any, um, anything surprise you in a, maybe a good or a, maybe a not so good way uh, when you came over to the other side of the desk? You know, what's interesting is when I was in college, my college coach helped me a lot. She was like, we talked about, I'll talk about mentors later, but, um, I think for me, it was when you're coaching, you can affect a team, right? You can help them become better young men, young women, and all of that. When you become an AD, now it's not just one team. Now it's an entire department, right? And so now I can say, what well, coaches I like. And if I don't want, if this, if this, if this coach, I wouldn't be okay with coaching my own child, I wouldn't hire them, right? And so it's a different perspective and it's a bigger perspective rather than singular on one team. It's you're affecting the culture and the change at the school. Right. And you're never going to make everybody happy. But I think if you have good people and the number one rule I have is if you, if you care about kids, like if I ask you, why do you coach? What's your why? And you tell me for a coaching stipend, I'm probably not going to hire you. <laughs> people have said that to me. And so, you know, if you care about kids and that's why you're there, then the sky's the limit. The other stuff you can learn, especially at lower levels. But um, I think the biggest wow for me was the fact that you can impact a lot more people than just one team. No, absolutely. It's, it's school wide. And 
Um, no other program in the school outside of academics affects more kids. You know, right. um, kids are involved in sports. Very cool stuff. Okay. For listeners, our guest today is Amanda Waters. She's a certified athletic administrator. Uh, she's currently the brand new AD at Del Norte High School in San Diego. We're going to hear a little bit more about that as we go on, but let's take another break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges, and they help schools across the country seamlessly provide digital ticketing for their communities, their families, and their fans. Go to hometownticketing.com. They will show you how to sell your tickets online, how to scan the attendees, how to collect your money, and the whole time you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support. Hometown Ticketing can also help you sell tickets for things like school plays, choir and band performances, even dances and graduation. Go to hometownticketing.com and let them help you start selling your tickets digitally. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Amanda Waters from Del Norte High School in San Diego. Amanda, we've talked about this a lot. Uh, none of us ever get to where we're at on our own. You know, there's always uh, at least one person back there, you know, pushing us, uh, kicking us in the butt or patting us on the back, whatever we might have needed. So I'm curious, who are some of the mentors that you've had in your career that have helped you along the way? I think first, I mentioned her a little before, uh, Kissy Walker, who's the head basketball coach at Hudson University, was my college basketball coach. Um, she taught me a lot. She taught me how to grow up. She taught me how to be, um, I had a kind of a tough childhood a lot. So she kind of helped me grow up to realize that, you know, focus on your future and your past is your past, but you keep, you be you and decide on your goals. And, um, and she's been supportive of me the entire journey I've had. I mean, we're still Facebook friends and we talk and, um, you know, she has me on her stuff once in a while as well. And, she changed my life without a doubt. I don't know that I would be in education without her. Um, she kind of explained the whole do, why, why do you play? Why do you want to do what you do? Which is a lot of what I teach in my own. And even to this day, if there's challenging stuff I'm dealing with, I definitely reach out to her. Um, she was inspirational for me, for sure. So I was not amazing at basketball when I first got there and she she helped me grow and she helped me get better. I was a softball pitcher playing basketball, right? And when I left, I was both, which is great. Um, but she was great. I think a second would probably be um, Jim Perry, who is an AD in Orange County. Um, when I was up in Orange County for a while, um, we would meet for breakfast and talk pretty often. He's been in, in California for years. Uh, and he's a sound mind. You know, he's someone that'll say, look, here's what you have to do and here's your deal. And um, he was very supportive of me. And when I first went up to Orange County, he was great. Um, and even even now, like this morning, he liked my post yesterday from our football game. So I think there's not necessarily someone you talk to every day, but it's someone that you look at and say, they have my back right? Like if I need something, they can, I can call them. Or if there's a situation I don't know how to handle, I call them and um, they help me walk through it. So, and you know what, honestly, Jake, the AD podcast that Ira and I did um, was life-changing for me because I got to know a lot of you, a lot of the ADs across the country. And 
hearing what people can do and, and then seeing now what people are doing with your podcast and all the other group stuff and the Zooms and all. It's just so great to see uh, that at least ADs are talking and everybody's coming together. Even though I know COVID's slowly coming, it's going in, you know, in waves. But it's just great to know that, that all of that's happening. So as far as that, I mean, I look at all the ADs as mentors, really. I mean, you can learn something from everybody without a doubt. Yeah. And again, it fits right in with the AD personality of um, stealing any good idea that you see. And then you don't have to steal it because that AD is so willing to give it to you, whether you want it or not. Uh, so it's, again, it's a great profession. And I'm glad you mentioned, uh, um, you know, the National Resource Network, because again, there were a couple other podcasts and they're still out there. They're great mm -hmm. podcasts. But I think, you know, you kind of struck a nerve uh, nationally and several months later uh, as our podcast was starting to grow uh, I think we helped uh, you know continue that just a little bit so and now with the roundtable it, it continues even more so so very good stuff and for your mentors also very cool that the the two that you shared and I'm sure there's a lot more uh, but the two that you shared uh, you can still reach out to them right now and uh, pick up the phone or or exchange an email. That is that is cool. They still can have that impact and you can have an impact for them. Absolutely. For our listeners, our guest today is uh, a return guest from season one, Amanda Waters, certified athletic administrator, co-founder of the National AD Resource Network and the brand new AD at Del Norte High School in San Diego. We're, we're gonna take another quick break. I know that's shocking, but uh, stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but they're much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like team communication and attendance and can even help them with their own certification management. And for athletic directors, final forms can help with eligibility and rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what final forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the final forms team. Perfect. Welcome back everyone to the educational AD podcast. Amanda, one of the things we'd like to do is have our guests share their path with their state association and with the NIAAA. Uh, we get a lot of new ADs, a lot of younger ADs that I think it's important for them to see that we're all on that path. So uh, how did your journey start? I think when I uh, got to Carlsbad, uh, I wanted to learn more, right? And I think the NIAA classes was good start for me to say, okay, I, I, everybody tells me what I'm supposed to do, right? But everybody has an opinion. And with those classes, for me, it just kind of simplified what I really needed to know. And it also talks a lot about legalities and things that not necessarily everybody will tell you, right? And so for me, I, I, I was getting a lot of information from different places, but for me, those classes are really good uh, and I highly recommend them to everybody. I, I really should have my CMAA, to be honest, but I just haven't taken the test <laughs> and done all the forms yet. But 
Um, but it was great. And um, I, I'd highly recommend, as far as the state association, I always recommend the first time you get your job, go meet with the head of your region. Go meet with the person that's in charge of your league, your region, your state, um, whoever you can get in, and just sit down and say, hey, what do I need to know? I'm a new AD. How can I make your job easier? Uh, I did that in San Diego when I first started at Carlsbad. I met with um, Jerry Schneep and John Labeda, who were there at the time. And now they're good friends of mine. You know, um, John's a head of the North County Conference, which I was involved in when I was out here before. Uh, and I walk in the meeting on Monday after being here like 12 hours. And he's like, okay, you're you're doing this again. You're back. Here you go. <laughs> so it was great though, right? Like those are the connections that you have. And again, it goes back to being able to find answers to questions you need because you build those relationships. You know, I went up to Orange County. I met with Rob Wagon within the first two days of being up there because I, I wanted to know his view and his thought. Um, I've met with people from the state office, uh, especially when COVID was happening, right? How do we get our teams to play? What can we do to support them to make sure that things can motivate and, and move in the right direction? But if you don't build those relationships, they don't take the phone call, right? They'll answer an email when they can get to it. But when you build the relationship, it really helps. And you can help create change in your state, in your region, in your, you know, and again, if you're focused on what's best for kids, that's a great great tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah. You bring up a couple of uh, uh, very important points. Number one is you actively sought out to you use the word build, build these relationships. You know, you didn't sit at your desk and say, Oh, poor me. I'm new. Nobody's calling me. Uh, no, you do. You got to go out there. You got to introduce yourself. And the, the thing is, as you know, at the state level and even at the national level, you know, they're looking for people to volunteer, to be on committees. Um, very cool. I don't know if you got the email uh, from the NIAAA maybe last week uh, about volunteering to be a moderator for the workshops. Um, I, I was able to sign up to, to be a moderator because I enjoy doing that. But that thing filled up in maybe two hours. I mean, everything was full, which, uh, again, there's opportunities out there but you've got to reach out and take advantage of it. 100%. And again, you know, you have to reach out and and sometimes they're going to be like, no, it's okay. We're full. Right. Like, and that's okay. I presented at the, at the state, at the CIF state conference in San Diego a couple of years ago. And I didn't know how that would, they were going to take that. Right. I just reached out and said, Hey, if you need a speaker, I'll be more than happy to speak. So I talked, I spoke on technology and being an AD and I had like 10 packets made. I was like, okay, well, if 10 people show up, it's great. I had like 320 people in the room, <laughs> but you don't expect that. Right. But again, it's, it's who wants to learn, who wants to get better with their profession and how do you, how, what better way to do that than with someone you can relate to, you can contact, like I gave them all my cell number. You guys have a question, call me. I don't know everything. So I may be calling them for stuff too. Um, but again, you have to put yourself out there and, and you have to kind of be comfortable being uncomfortable at times. Yeah. And again, we're, we're all leaders, whether we're leading our school uh, or as you said, you know, eventually leading at a state or national level. Since you brought it up, I'll go ahead and uh, bite. We'll do it at the end of the podcast too. But if one of our listeners did want to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way that they can get a hold of Amanda Waters? Um, I would have them email me del Norte athletics at gmail.com is the easiest way. Um, I've had numerous, a lot of ADs reach out even since the, since COVID happened. 
um, about how to get work and how to apply for a job and what the resume should say. And um, actually, a lot, some of them have been females, right? Really struggling to on how to get a job in, in a male-dominated world, really. It is. Um, it's getting better. But um, I just tell them you have to be yourself, right? And so anybody wants to reach out to me, I'll help with whatever I can, 100%. Well, this is going to sound self-serving, but I've I've shared this with Jen Brooks of the global community, and it is true. I've had at least three situations where female athletic directors have either called me or emailed me and say that they were applying for a job and their somebody on the interview team, superintendent, principal, AD, uh, heard their interview on the podcast and was impressed. They ended up getting the job. So I'm not guaranteeing that we're going to get you a job, but <laughs> Tell them to reach out to me and we'll get them on the podcast for sure. Uh, Cause as you know, over half of our interviews have been with women professionals, you know, we're trying to absolutely. Do I love it. All right. Enough, uh, you know, pat myself on the back. Uh, <laughs> our guest is Amanda waters, certified athletic administrator and the new AD at Del Norte high school in San Diego. We'll be back after guess what? Another break, but please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their help in sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. Go to Gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. We use Gipper to help announce our podcast episodes. It's just fantastic. Go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class content. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast and they'll give you 10% off. That's gipper.com. Welcome back everyone to the Educational AD Podcast. Amanda, as you know, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I know you've only been at Del Norte for about a month, uh, <laughs> but you are no newcomer to the world of athletic administration. So what are some best practices that you have seen, maybe even some that you're going to try to bring to Del Norte that you can share with our listeners? You know, I think uh, showing kids that you care is really important. So I know that for like the National uh, Women in Sports Day, we got everybody a rose, right? And so all the female athletes had a rose and we took a large picture and we posted that and tagged it. Um, I'm a big social media person, as you as you already know. And so um, I think that's a um, an important thing for each school to look at. I think some people utilize that and don't utilize that. Uh, I'm a big believer that it's positive um, if you keep it positive. And so mine are always posts on kids and student athletes and videos. And um, I try to tag schools they want to go to and things like that, which can be fun. Uh, I can tell you at Del Norte, where I am now, they are probably the most organized school I've ever seen, uh, which is really nice that I could go walk into that. Uh, the former AD, Mike Giami, is fabulous and left a really good uh, program there. And now he's the assistant principal. We tell him we went over to the dark side. So <laughs> out of this. Uh, but no, I mean, I think the, the combination of having your admin involved uh, and where you have that support is really important. And they really do. Last night we had our first football game. We didn't really have any issues at all. Um, and there were a lot of people there. Everybody's laughing and joking on the same page. Again, building those relationships like you and I spoke about. Um, meeting with your principal, meeting with your assistant principals, appreciating the office staff, appreciating custodial, 
Um, I think those are things that people overlook sometimes that I really think they need to pay attention to because they do the little things, right? Like I had to hire security staff last minute last night and they were awesome to work with. So I was like, I would love for you to come back. And they're like, we love working for you. So we're coming. So, I mean, those are things, right? Like you have to be a good person to find good people. That's what I believe. And that's how they want to come back is if they get treated well. A great point there. I, I remember, you know, our security at the school I was at in Tallahassee, um, the the resource officers are even our officials they loved coming to our place because we had and it was there before i was there i just helped mm -hmm. keep it going uh we just had a culture that people wanted to come to our school um it, it really makes a difference you talk about that smooth running operation when an athletic director goes to another campus football soccer basketball whatever they can tell fairly quickly how much level of support and cooperation is there with admin? First of all, is is everything running smoothly? Um, and then the next thing is, okay, where's the AD? Is it that person running all over the place, putting out little fires, or are they kind of relaxing and enjoying the game? That's how you know you've got a smooth running organization where there's a lot of cooperation and communication. Without a doubt. And last night was really nice. Like, I think I actually got to watch some of the game, which hasn't happened in years at a home football game. So they have it locked down. I was really, really impressed. Very impressed. All right. So you've been on the job about one month, right? Uh, not even. I started August 8th. Okay. I love it. <laughs> how many, how many days did it take for the first parent to come up and say, Coach Waters, do you got a minute? <laughs> uh, about 20 seconds after I walked through the front door. <laughs> I like to say, uh, uh, when I took the job at McClay many years ago, uh, my start date was July 1st. I had 26 meetings prior to July 1st with parents or staff because they knew I was there in the office. I was, I was already in town. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm not surprised at all. 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take long. But you know what? I It's been OK. So it's been great. Like it's it's nothing that I haven't dealt with before, talked with before. And the community has been really great and welcoming. So I can't complain. Well, right now you're in that perfect time. I'd always share this with our parents. This is the 80s favorite time of year. All the teams are undefeated. Nobody's kids been cut yet. So everybody's happy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners, our guest is Amanda Waters. She's the athletic director at Del Norte High School in San Diego. We're going to be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and you can schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You can find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. We had a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym and it was just fantastic. You really need to check it out. That's sidelineinteractive.com.
Hey, welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting today with Amanda Waters. She's out at Del Norte High School in San Diego, California. Amanda, um, one of the questions we've been asking for quite a while has to do with this idea of toughness. Um, a long time ago when I was in high school, our coaches would say things like, you know, come on, you got to be tough or come on, you got to suck it up. And we kind of knew what they meant and, and we did it. Uh, in the many years since then, uh, we figured out much better ways to communicate to kids. Uh, but I still think that toughness is an important aspect of sports and of life. So here's my question. How can we help kids to develop toughness while still being uh, sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that Generation Z kid experiences that I never had to go through? Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, you know, I think we have to get rid of using the word tough, to be honest. I think we have to look at more as resilient, be resilient, right? Like you, you've, go, you've gone through a lot. I think when kids hear the word tough, they think that means they're weak, right? If they're not tough, then they're, then they're weak. And I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I think that kids now have dealt with a lot more things than we ever did, right? With COVID and things shut down and being stuck in their house and not being able to go, I mean, whether we want to admit it or not, that's affected kids. That's affected adults. That's affected everybody. Um, and so I think teaching them resilience and that they don't have to use it as a crutch, they can actually use that to their advantage and grow and realize like, hey, we're through it. We made through it. We made it through, right? And now we have to keep fighting and not forget that fighting and toughness doesn't need to be looked at negatively, right? It's it's how do I get through the things that are going to happen to me in my life? It's not just, do I make the team? It's not just, how come I'm not playing enough? It's not just, you know, during practice, I want to run two minutes and quit. Like, is that what you're going to do in your job? Is that what you're going to do in your life? Like, that's not, that can't be an option, right? So you've been through a lot, but you've been, you know, let's use this, this, that you, the stuff that you've learned from that to get where you want it to be, not necessarily tougher, but you're more resilient. Like you've handled all of these different things. Now you know what you can and can't handle. And I'm a believe I'm not a huge religious person, but I am spiritual. And I also think God doesn't give you things unless they think you can handle them. Right. And so let's look at that and say, grow. L losing is learning. If you're not playing enough, get on the field more, go talk to your coach more. So again, it's teaching, you know, not everybody gets a trophy. I, I can't stand that. I think that's the worst thing we can do for kids is, is say, oh no, everybody gets a trophy. You participated. So you get a trophy. No, you have to earn that stuff. You have to earn a promotion at work. They're not going to give you a promotion just because of your name and your title. Like we're teaching these kids how to be young adults. Right. And so understanding that you're going to have disappointment, you're going to have things that don't go well. You're going to have not everything given to you on a silver platter. How do you get through that and still be successful? I think that's being resilient, right? It's not a toughness thing for them. I think they have to realize that's life. Like that's the stuff that we're all going to go through throughout our lives. And so, you know, understanding the mental health piece of that is important too, right? Like they've been through a lot, but everybody's been through a lot and being compassionate and understanding, but also explaining to them, like, I'm not always going to be near your side. You're going to have to be able to get through these things as an adult. And hopefully you take what I say to you and you hear that and you take it throughout your life. 
Yeah, the, for me, your takeaway, uh, a couple of things. Uh, There's just that theme of communication, uh, of letting them know, you know, this is this, you know, this, these are the expectations. This is what we mean if it's a conditioning drill or this is what we're talking about. So again, it, it's just so important that the relationship is there so communication can occur. We might have to agree to disagree on uh, toughness and resilience. Every time you mentioned resilience, uh, I'm thinking she could s still be saying tough. You know, we just got to communicate to the kids. But again, I, I really appreciate you sharing your heart. For our listeners, our guest uh, is Amanda Waters. She's a certified athletic administrator. and She's the new athletic director at Del Norte High School in San Diego, California. We're not done yet. We're going to be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Snap Raise. Go to snapraise.com and see how their fundraising platform can earn your program thousands of dollars. Better fundraising makes better programs, and you can put the SnapRaise digital difference to work for you and your school. Choosing the best fundraiser is important, and the SnapRaise difference is easy and effective. It's safe and secure. You can track participation, and what's more important, it actually works. Our coaches use SnapRaise for years, and it was just fantastic. As an athletic director, I knew what was going on, but I didn't have to get involved with it. SnapRaise has raised uh, a half a billion dollars, half a billion with a B, for the schools and programs that have used its platform, and they can do it for you. Go to snapraise.com and change your fundraising game plan with a fundraiser that works for you. That's snapraise.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Amanda, you and I were talking during the break a little bit. Um, you know, my career, 41 years, I crisscrossed the country two times. Now, a lot of that was as a college coach, which is kind of a transient existence, but there were a few high school jobs in between. Um, you've had a few travels uh, in your career. Can you share a little bit about that journey? You know, how does it work? Maybe why uh, some of those moves and and maybe the excitement you have with this new adventure in San Diego? Sure. Um, I was at Carlsbad, like I said, until 2020. Uh, and then I got the opportunity to be offered the position of director of athletics at Modern Day. So I moved my boys away from kind of what they knew, right? They grew up, grew up in San Diego. This is kind of what they knew. Uh, went up to Orange County. Um, great coaching staff, great kids, um, but just not a great fit for me. Right. And I think, um, I kind of had to make the decision, like, do I stay or do I move on? Um, my boy, my older son was getting into getting ready to get into high school. So I kind of had to make that decision on what I'm going to do with him. And, uh, when I reached out to some opportunities, um, I had some different options, but I think I chose to be in a smaller independent K through 12 school, which was in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I went there. It was a really cool experience for my kids. I think, you know, it's a totally different environment. I'm going to go from A to Z. Um, but the class sizes were like 12 kids and like, they got some really great education and um, really nice people. And I got to work with some really cool people there while I was there. Um, my child, my kid's dad actually got called back to work, right? Because they were letting everybody work remotely while his job was in California. And so my boys are like, well, what are we going to do? That's across the country. And so we sat down and we talked about it and we kind of came up with, you know, 
well, how do we, how do we do it if one of you go out with him or not? And so this was kind of debate. And then when I finally sat them both down, they were like, but we really want to both go back. Right. It's what they knew. So I cut, you know, and I said, okay, all right, well, I'll put some feelers out and see what they have going on out there. And, um, and so that's what I did. And the crazy part is, is the Del Norte job uh, had just opened as well. So they were kind of late in the game um, also hiring, which is good for me. <laughs> um, so I reached out to the people I knew in North County and I just said, Hey, does anybody know anybody hiring? I know it's late. And they said, yeah, they said, actually we do. And so I called Mike cause I've known Mike for a long time. And I said, Hey, I hear you might be hiring. And he goes, yeah, well, we're, we're internal right now. And so of course I'm going, Oh, okay. I can't apply to them. It's external. Right. So I'm crossing my fingers going, you know, hopefully they don't hire anybody internal, no offense to everybody internally, but, um, and the crazy part is it's 10 minutes from where my son, I already enrolled him to school at. So I had already enrolled him to school prior to me even getting this job, uh, at a school that's 10 minutes from the job I got. <laughs> so, you know, I, I am so happy and blessed to be back in San Diego. Uh, like I said, before going to the first North County conference meeting, it was just so great to see everybody and, uh, everybody's been welcoming. Del Norte has been fantastic uh, about bringing me on and introducing me to everybody. And Mike's been great because he's still the AP there, showing me the ropes on how things go. And, um, you know, there's no egos there. We all just get along. We want to do what's best for kids. So I am over the top, over the moon, happy where I am. Uh, what a what a great, uh, you know, story. And as you can attest in your career, you know, timing is is so critical in certain things. Uh, but, uh, sounds like the timing worked out perfect for you. Okay. I can't complain. You know, I, it was hard for me when I left California, to be honest. Um, but I'm really excited to be back. And, um, and so we'll see, I think it's, it's so far I've been there. Like I said, I've been there night two weeks. Uh, they've been absolutely fabulous. So I, I couldn't have asked for a better place to go. Uh, and the welcome between the media and the ABs and the people that are here that I've known for a long time. All my, all my friends are here. So it's been, it's been great. Well, this has been great catching up with you. Uh, you know, we text and tweet back and forth, but uh, uh, so cool. I can tell you're just excited uh, uh, about this new job, but we're not done yet. Uh, as you know, we always wrap up with the Athletic Director's Toolbox. So we're going to take a quick break here from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Amanda Waters is going to put into her new Athletic Director Toolbox. So please stay with us. We want to say thank you to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. We use surveys at my schools for just about everything, for coaches, for kids, for parents, and they almost overwhelmingly came back 95% positive, and they'll be the same for you. But the surveys also allowed our parents to vent, especially that squeaky wheel parent. And sometimes they'd show us a, a small issue that we could address and keep it from turning into a big issue because we didn't know about it because we hadn't done a survey. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com or send them an email at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. That's info at athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good 
to greet. Well, we've been visiting uh, for a second time around with Amanda Waters, Certified Athletic Administrator and the brand new AD at Del Norte High School. I've been saying Del Norte, which is uh, another high school way up the coast in California, but Del Norte High School uh, in San Diego. Uh, Amanda, it's that time. Um, we know that you are an experienced athletic director, um, very knowledgeable, but right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new AD on the very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Amanda Waters' athletic director toolbox? Wow. Okay. Um, I would have to say communication has to be number one. You have to communicate, like I said before, with whoever's running your league, with whoever's in your state, whoever's in your region. You have to reach out and build that relationship with those people. Um, that's number one. I think my second one is evaluate. You have to evaluate what people have done already. You have to look at budgets. You have to look at coaches. You have to look at um, what's come before you before you can move forward. If you just try to step in and change, you don't really know what you're changing. So, um, and I think the third piece is the number three would be to build a game plan, right? Do a three-year plan. It usually takes about three years for everybody to kind of understand why you're doing what you're doing and who you are. So create with your admin, sit down with them and say, okay, what is your vision for athletics? What can I do to move forward in your vision uh, and help create that three-year plan? so that you know what you're looking at. I mean, as ADs, and you know this, Jake, we get thrown into 50,000 things a day, right? And sometimes we forget we even have a focus, right? Oh, what were they supposed to do today? But if you have a three-year plan, you can look at that once a month and go, okay, I'm a little behind on these things, or hey, I need to make sure I do this. Like community relationships, community partnerships, all of that comes with communication, right? Relationships, communication. Um, for me, those are the three biggest things as a new AD you really have to do, you know, especially if you're in charge of the budget, you got to pull numbers. So, you know, what people have used in the past rather than guessing because guessing gets you in trouble pretty quick. Wow. Um, I'm, uh, I'm curious here. I'm not going to do it right now, but uh, uh, those are all great tools, by the way. Okay. I, I love them. What, uh, uh, what did you do or what have you been able to do or see with regards to that plan that's already in place uh, at Del Norte. Uh, anything jump out at you? Yeah, I mean, I the amount of stuff they've done with their facilities is pretty amazing. So uh, Mike was in his years in year twelve, so his three year plan ended a long time ago. But um, I mean, the stuff that they're still trying to do. I mean, they're putting light. They just put three new practice fields. They're putting lights on their practice fields. Um, their branding is amazing throughout the school. I mean softball baseball fields like you walk around and it's very very impressive so he started at that school when it was brand new like he had a complete oh, wow. blank slate right like what do you want to do and so he's just built it in and it's amazing to see so for me a lot of it I think is going to be again analyzing what he's done where can I kind of put my stamp on things or give my advice for some things and again, that takes a little time, right? So that's where I, I have to evaluate what it is and what I can do to increase even what we have. I think the biggest thing for us is social media, right? I think, again, um, I love social media. So for me, it's I create, I, I teach an intro to marketing class, which is fun, which is going to be like sports marketing. 
<laughs> and here's your content calendar and here's what we're going to post. And so I'm excited to get kids involved in that because that's a big thing right now too for kids. So again, having that support, um, building what you want to do uh, and involving kids in it because they get more excited and you get more involvement if they're involved. Oh, no, absolutely. And we wouldn't expect you to have your three-year plan uh, probably until your <laughs> third or fourth week on the job. So we'll, we'll, give, <laughs> we'll give you a little more time to do that. Okay? Thank you. By the way, I use most of your sponsors. I've used Huddle for years. Um, Final Forms I've used. Gipper, I know um, I, I re reached out to him the other day because I want to bring that uh, to Del Norte as well because I've used them in the past. And Snap Rays, I've known them for years. So they're all fantastic. So uh, good job I, on those. I appreciate you giving a shout out every single one of those sponsors, you know, we, I used as an athletic director uh, and with huddle as a football coach, but I also used them as an AD. I, again, I, I think it's just how we can share resources for, uh, for athletic directors. Thanks for giving them that shout out. Amanda, one more time. If uh, our listeners want to reach out, pick your brain a little bit and listeners, I certainly encourage you to do so. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? I would email me at Del Norte Athletics. So D-E-L-N-O-R-T-E athletics.com. I'm sorry, athletics at gmail.com. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. And I will help you with whatever I can. Um, I would one thing, Jake, if you don't mind, like to give a shout out to Blake Henry, who was my associate AD when I was at the job in Georgia. Um, he actually was promoted and got the job at his alma mater, where he is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is a director of athletics at Loyola Blakefield in Mar in Baltimore, Maryland. So uh, he's killing it, and I'm so proud of him. I enjoyed working with him, miss him every day, and um, but I wanted to give him a shout out. He should be on one of your podcasts soon. <laughs> we get ninety percent of our guests through referrals like uh, from guests like you. So Blake, if you're listening, shoot me an email, Jake's Touchdown at gmail.com. We will get you on the podcast. Okay. Amanda, thanks so much for coming back and updating us and all the best uh, with the coming school year. Thanks, Jake. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Okay. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of our interviews, they all get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Science. They've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Come back just about every day for new content. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening.